Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize, brought to you by Forge Dyer Stout. If you couldn't have guessed, Roscoe. Are you intoxicated or something? How are you keeping, bud? Man, never better, never better. Forge Dyer Stout taking over the world. They're taking over London, sponsoring the Joshua fight this weekend. Like, unbelievable scenes over there. Unbelievable scenes. Obviously, the boxing didn't go according to plan, but, uh, sure, look, um, they're really getting the name out there. We love to see it. So shout out to all the four Irish Stout crew. Yeah. Uh, for people tuning in now, we are actually meant to be going over to the press conference, but because Dylan White popped hot, we didn't get to go, Ross. It was disappointing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, sure. Look, plans plans changed, and like you sort of have to move with what's going on. But look, the guys uh, who went over there at the Food Review Club, uh, lads, and Doug and the boys, they smashed it over there. So fair play to them. That's what we love to see. This is number one bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Basmo, Ross, uh, you're the fighter. Episode eleven, man. It's the second episode last 11. episode. Uh, second last episode. It's gonna it be did, it did get, We are sort of a day later with, with the goods today, but uh, that's only because uh, we had Nathan Kelly on yesterday, and that that was very very deep, and it was great to chat to Nathan Kelly before he heads off to MSG for the PFL. So. Uh, shout out to him. That was an incredible episode. If you're watching this and haven't watched that, definitely go watch that. That was uh, that was one of my favorite interviews of all time. I think we've ever done. But uh, like you said, Basmo, tough eleven. We have our final finalist for the lightweight division. Kurt Holliba defeated uh, Jason Knight, and he will now fight Austin Hubbard for the tough crown. Yeah, well, Ross, like, it was Mississippi versus Louisiana. This I feel like after watching that fight, it was probably the greatest Ultimate Fighter fight I've ever seen. But I feel like there, a promotion should be set up, and they should only put people from Mississippi against Louisiana in it, Ross. And maybe that's <laughs> something that we need to start, bud. Yeah! Yeah, it was, uh, it was chaos, the fight. It was, it was a hold-down. It, it was definitely one of the best fights I've ever seen in the non-finale context, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was an absolute barn burner. Um, I was actually surprised in the fight. I, I actually thought Jason Knight would be more bringing the yeah. fight to Kurt Holliba, but Kurt Holliba was more bringing the fight to Jason Knight. He looked the bigger. It looks like his shots land the harder. Um, my biggest takeaway from watching that was how good is Lee Hammond? Because Lee Hammond was owning Kurt Holliba for a solid eight minutes straight, and then Kurt Holliba went in there and owned Jason Knight. So like. I, I think this goes to show Lee Hammond is more than UFC ready, and that guy is going to be a problem in the lightweight division when he gets in there. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. I didn't think that, uh, but like I, I agree. I thought Jason Knight would win on the feet, like the way he's doing bare knuckle fighting. Like th- this guy is just uh, dangerous on the feet. But the way he kept rubbing his nose all the time, I think Kurt broke his nose, and um, it was just it was like a bar room brawl. <laughs> you know, it was also probably the the nicest like bloody fight I've ever seen as well like there was more high fives than I would have liked in there um, but like they nailed each other with some shots like they acknowledged the shots that they nailed each other with like everything was thrown with bad intent and like it was just a nasty fight between two guys who have the utmost respect for each other I loved it you loved it how could you not love it it was absolute ultimate fighter classic one of the best we've ever seen in the history of the show Um, yeah I guess 
John Kavanaugh was right. Like Kurt Holliwell looks like he could be the best fighter at lightweight in the house. Like that was that was incredible. He was the pick four on Michael Chandler's team, but for me, looks like he could be one, number one after that. I think for me right now, he's got the highest uh, stock out of all the lightweights. Yeah, so he's going to be fighting in the finale, and then next week, Cody Gibson is going to be taking on Rico. From Team McGregor, I'm not sure what the second name is. It's, uh, but uh, that's something to look forward to. And the winner of that fight will fight Bragatona. So yeah, um, exactly. Things, so, it's it's winding down, Ross. But I mean, yeah, winding winding down, heating up. You know what I mean? Like you, we're we're getting down to the final few competitors. We're going to find out who the champs are or who the champ champ will be. Um, so definitely looking forward to seeing it. And yeah, I suppose we we're whittling it down to the last few. Um, we have to touch on the the the, the team challenge. Connor yeah, in the bat d- versus Chandler in the bat. So you were saying he no, but things were, things were looking very chilly, Ross. Yeah, they were. Dana White actually gave an interview after Dana White Contender Series this week and said that the t- tough production team are in hot water. That they're uh, that they shouldn't have done that. That they shouldn't have actually been in that ice water for thirty minutes. Like that's actually quite dangerous. And he wasn't actually happy about it. He said he's done seven minutes before and thought it was absolute hell. These lads were doing it for half an hour. So, uh, yeah, like, what a challenge. Uh, UFC trivia. Uh, I, I was quite impressed with all of them. Um, to be honest, I thought the questions were quite hard. Uh, obviously, when Bruce asked uh, Chandler about what round did Conor Lewis it could be, <laughs> Conor didn't like that one <laughs> at all. I was like, very harsh. Yeah. But, but you know what? I, I, if that had been like a normal situation, it wouldn't happen. It's because they're both like catching hypothermia and then bats, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, look, Team McGregor got the win, and then obviously Connor being Connor was like ten G's here and ten G's I brought myself, and then I'd laughed about it. Uh, I'm not surprised McGregor won. Like he, he, he is very much a student of the game. And then Michael Chandler, basically, he only won by he, one though. Yeah, but he still won. Still yeah, matters. I know, but like it was, it was close. Yeah, but like when you win the Premier League in five years' time, they don't go, oh, you know, they were only three points off. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. came second, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there you have it. Like, he, he got the job done, and I'm not surprised. And then Michael Chandler was like, he was blaming the CTE and it was like brain trauma before he even started. He was like, oh, you know, I don't really remember stuff too well. I was like, oh, Jesus. No, he said, no, he said, he sort of said he just like, watched and didn't like just take it in he just like it was like go, being on a being on a car looking out the window just watching things go by he wasn't soaking in the UFC atmosphere and some of those questions were old school but they were very old school they were like kicks yeah, in the groin old school was, like. yeah like oh who did Mark Coleman beat and things like that yeah, yeah I was like I was like Jesus what a UFC 10 I think it was it was Tom yeah. Fry it was like Jesus fair enough yeah, that's why I was sort of thinking how you get on. Like, I know I would have won it, obviously, yeah. but I mean, like, I was just, I was seeing if you could have came third, potentially. Yeah, well, they did have Bruce Buffer asking the questions, you know what I mean? So it has to be old school. Very old school, man. Very old yeah. school. But, uh, Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the fuck up. Oh, look, well, you, well said. <laughs> yeah, look, the ultimate fighter of Nally uh, is still rumored to be taking place at UFC 292. And uh, I think news that broke this week about UFC 292 is Ian Gary is no longer fighting Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal has pulled out, and it looks like we're going to get Ian Gary versus Neil Magny. The poster that we posted months ago is now come to fruition. 
and looks like we're getting that fight. Barry, do you think this is a better fight or a worse fight or the same level of fight? I think it's actually... Oh, very good question. I don't know. I'd see it sort of in the same ballpark, but I thought Jeff Neal would probably give Ian more difficulty on the feet. But I think Neil Magny might try and test Ian on the ground, which is something we haven't really seen yet, which is also be a great test to see how far Ian's come. But um, I just, I just, I think Ian's just on that that like next level, like sort of to, like in the top ten. I see, I see him in the top ten, but sort of like one of the big, biggest prospects to keep growing. Like the team he's in, like the confidence he has, which is very important as well. There's no point of having all the ability in the world and not being mm. able to like believe in yourself, see, believe, achieve. Um, I just, I just like, I think everyone wants to see. How far can Ian, Ian Machado Gary get pushed? And um, like, I, do I think Neil Magny can do it? No, but I think Ian can win impressively enough that the next step will be even tougher. But I, like, he, there's not many more steps for Ian to take until he's in that absolute elite top five, Ross. Yeah, there, there really, really isn't. I think uh, after this fight, I think we'll see the Warner Boy fight in terms of Magny versus Jeff Neil. I think. Neil Magny has the bigger name. He has the better credentials. I think Jeff Neil might give out more damage in a fight than Neil Magny might do. But uh, I, I think yeah. I think I think Ian was going to win both of them. I think this one. I think I think he'll 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 win as well. And I think I think he'll win handy enough. And that's not really disrespect to Neil Magny. I just think he's that much better than him. I think the Wonder Boy fights next. I think after he fights Wonder Boy and beats a Wonder Boy. Then you get into the deep waters, the real deep waters of the division. Your Kamaru Usman's, your Shavkat Rachmanov's, your Kobe Covington's, your Leon Edwards, your Hamza Chimaev's. Like that's when, like, there's sort of almost the big five of welterweight. And don't yeah. forget Bilal Muhammad as well. Like, I mean, like as much as people uh, don't like to remember the name or people like to sleep on him, like that fella is, is an elite welterweight, so he he's in there as well. Um, these are the guys who I think are the ones that are going to be the real test. These are the ones who determine whether you can win a championship or not. A win over them means you're a championship caliber. John, I, <clears throat> I get what you're saying. I just, you think that Wonderboy fight is the one that bridges the gap between a Magni to a Muhammad? Well, I, I, I think if he beats Neil Magni, which I think he will, yeah. I think Wonderboy is like, Almost like your superstar fight, as in like you beat Wonder Boy, and you move into this like title. Like Bilal Muhammad, I think is the same almost bracket as Wonder Boy. He's like the five or six out of the top five yeah. or six, if you know what I mean. He's like the next one down, if that makes sense. He's the he's the entry level to that top five, and I don't yeah. mean that in skill wise, but like a win over Wonder Boy name recognition wise is better than a win over Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, I get you. I just for some reason yeah. I can't foresee the Wonderboy fight happening, but like Ian does need a big name on his on his resume and uh, Magni. Well, Ian's biggest... like personally trying to call Wonderboy to get the fight going. <laughs> yeah, but then how come they didn't make Wonderboy this weekend? Because Wonderboy's fight was 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 uh, cancelled the week before. Who knows? Maybe maybe uh, maybe Magni was just first phone call up, and that's that's what they went with. You know what I mean? He said yes because Neil Magni says yes to everyone. Yeah, that, and that's but, the thing. Like these people, like I think Dana wasn't happy that Wonderboy didn't accept the fight 
at 291 so maybe they were just like right Neil Magny will definitely say yes so like let's just get this over the line no headaches yeah, yeah put it this way like uh, Wonderboy hasn't got that many more cuts left in him like he is 40 at this stage but uh, yeah. will... I, I think MSG on that Jones card Wonderboy versus Gary perfect that uh, that sounds pretty good to me uh, yeah, but we will. That next week is UFC 292. We will be getting into it more because obviously Sugar Shane is taking on Alterman Sterling. Why'd you call him Shane? Shane? No, that's a Snoop Dogg calls. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, Come on, man. Super just toy is you and him, man. No, it's just that uh, he still calls him that to this day, but um, all right, yeah, Ross. The, like for all the people looking forward to Ian Gary, we're looking forward to it too. We have been in touch with him, trying to get him on the show. Like all these fight changes and stuff. Let's see what happens. But we have been reaching out. Ross, over the weekend, UFC Tennessee was on. Home of the Tennessee Titans. Come on, yeah. Uh, the winner was Corey <laughs> Sandhagen by decision, and we put a poll out after saying, "Who do the people want to see Corey fight next? Is it the winner of?" Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling or Murab Devashvili. What was the result, Ross? The winner of Sean O'Malley and Aljamain Sterling. Incorrect again, but typical. Oh the typical. winner was Murab Devashvili by 51%. That is All right, well, don't feel too bad. No, don't man, feel too you got bad. it wrong. You got it wrong, right? Just when I voted, when I voted, it was, it was Aljo on the... <laughs> It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter, man. So make sure you get onto the Instagram page and vote on these because every week I'm going to be testing Ross's knowledge of the people who follow the Android show. Ross is like, he's crying underneath them glasses. Uh, You know what? I feel feel so out out of tune with what the people want, Baz, you know? (laughs) How could you think that? Like, just look at yourself. This is what the people want. Ross, this weekend, UFC is back to Vegas, man. Home of the... Knights. (laughs) Knights. <laughs> the Vegas Knights. <laughs> By the way, that stadium is meant to be sensational. Um, yeah, Ross, it is back in Vegas. Our mate, Vicente Luque, is taking Ordier, Ralphie Dos Nachos, a.k.a. Break Out the Red Panties. Who are you expecting to win in this Battle of Brazil? Oh, I actually think this one's like as 50-50 as it gets, but... Uh... I think I'm going to go for Vincente Luque on this occasion. I think he's he's been fighting that wealth away a bit longer. And uh, I feel like RDA is definitely on the downturn of his career. So I'm going to go for Vincente Luque. Oh, can't believe that. But like Vicente you is... He's a, well, Vicente is alumni of the Energized show. so yeah. And he trains with Ian Gary. So um, I'm going to have to go with Vicente Luque. But we will find out. Next week, who do they do? Who do people want to see Zente Luque fight next? Ross. Before we get into Dana West Contender Series, which is back, it's back on it's it came back on Tuesday, and next week George Hardwick will be fighting on it, and the week after Oban Elliott will be fighting it. There's a massive announcement: Israel Adesanya is defending his title. Are you see two ninety three? It is a two ninety three. Yeah, I wasn't sure there. Yeah. Sorry, uh, he's taking on Sean Strickland, everyone's favorite. Middleweight. What's you making this fight, Ross? Well, I have a question for you. What are you looking forward to more? Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya at UFC 93 or Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya at the press conference for UFC 293? Oh, Jesus. 
I'm looking forward to the press conference more. First of all, it's it's at a, a better time zone for us, and also, like verbal warfare is where Sean Sean Strickland is 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 in his element, and I don't, for some reason he he's just able to get under under Israel Adesanya's skin, like and no one else I've seen before. Remember, like last time on stage, he was mm. like, "Pereira, go get Adesanya for me." Like it was just uh it was. Crazy. I I do think it's a fairer fight on the mic than it is. Mano we mano in the cage, so I have to agree. I think the press conference is definitely uh, going to be more of a highlight than the fight. But you never know. Sean Strickland's he's a he's a tough sob, so he might uh, he might surprise a few people. What what you sort of make of Sean Strickland in not only just the middleweight division but in the UFC? He's definitely a character. I definitely don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says, but he is who he is. So you just love him or hate him, you're definitely going to be entertained by him. He's almost like he's more controversial than Colby at this stage, I think, really. Is he more controversial than Mike Perry? Probably. I feel like <laughs> I feel like people don't really take Mike Perry serious or something. So I feel well, like people, people don't really take Sean Strickland that seriously either. I feel like they take him a bit more serious than Mike Perry. I also feel like Mike Perry's sort of hard to understand it sometimes. That you so you might actually not actually actually understand what he's saying. Okay. He's Do less coherent. Take- do you think Sean Strickland is the most controversial fighter in the UFC? Definitely, like, top three pound for pound right now, anyway. Uh, I would probably say yes, but, like, maybe there's some more controversial. Like, it depends on what you consider controversial. Like, I remember, like, when Greg Hardy was in the UFC, like, he was very controversial for different reasons. I feel like... Okay, controversial on the mic. Controversial on the mic, yeah. I think he's pound for pound number one right now. Who would be, who'd be the top three right now? Himself, Colby Covington's definitely up there. Um, I think I think Aljamain Sterling gets gets up there as well because I feel like he he still has this sort of victimization at some stages. Still, like he he definitely like the fans definitely rubs the fans up the wrong way a lot. So I'll put him up there. And one more for the bad guy. Finishing that segment off with the. With the bad guy himself. <laughs> the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. The ultimate bad guy. No, but um yeah, we'll we'll I can't wait to get into that more. I can't wait to see because Strickland is just becoming more of more of a star. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like uh, I've noticed even in the comments and like yeah, I want to see what this way, guy like, has to say. I think and, he, and that's hard to do. Not many fighters. Not many fighters get people wanting to see what they say. Yeah, but like if you look at that middleweight division, you have Jared Hanier. No offense, like no one wants to see Jared kind of near a press conference. Rob Whitaker, like people respect Rob Whitaker, they like him. Drake Stupa, see, like they have no real interest in him outside the Adesanya fight. Like obviously, there's that it, that battle of Africa is there, and people are interested in that. But like they weren't dying to see a Drake Stupa see versus Rob Whitaker press conference. Put it that way. Anytime I'm Sean Strickland's at a press conference, like it's must see TV. Yeah, that's why they keep getting them headlining the the apex, the king of the apex, Russ. Hmm. Right, Russ. Dana White's Contender Series has come back. Episode 1 is down. Season 7, five people got contracts. Next week, George Hardwick is headlining. And we had him on in the build-up with Oban Elliott. If you want to check that out, make sure to check that out. What are you sort of expecting from this season? Like, so far, they've announced George Hardwick's going to be on it. Oban Elliott's going to be on it. Justin Burlinson's going to be on it. And there's talk about should Paul Hughes be on it? 
Yeah, I, I don't really want to see Paul Hughes on the Contender Series. I think he should actually just go straight in, if I'm honest. Um, People said the same about Bay George. I think he's at that level. Um, yeah, true, but I feel like there's a spot against Nate Hasperkat over in Paris at the moment. There's a lot of been noise been made on the European scene to get him that spot. Yeah. So they should get him that spot. And like I think for me, George Hardwick, like he's already got a spot, so like why not just leave it there? I don't think you know, a lot of the fights look like they've already been made on the contender series. There's one or two without opponents that I can see. So like maybe we get him in. Maybe we don't, but uh why not have Paul Hughes fight in Paris? But like George Hardwick, I think he's gonna go in there. I from 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 my money, I think he's going to get the win. Um, I think he's elite level competition already. I think his his boxing is incredible. He's a real student of the game, and I can't wait to see him go out there and do it. Just yeah, it's uh, just been officially announced. Ian Gary against Neil Magny as well. Just check there. Happy days. But conceive, believe, achieve. You you the future. Believe, achieve. Shut the fuck up. Very busy. But uh, no, as we said, Ross, next week is going to be the final Ultimate Fighter episode before they yeah. do the finale. Um, I've really enjoyed doing these shows. I know people have tuned in and uh, followed along. So uh, we'll see what the future holds doing uh, doing our own sort of catch-up of the week shows, depending mm-hmm. on how work is. Because if people didn't know, we also have like uh, other jobs and families and uh, other commitments beyond looking this handsome on mm. screen all the time. <laughs> this is number one bullshit. But, uh, Ross, what are you expecting from the finale from The Ultimate Fighter before we get into it? Next week's episode. Yeah, I expect Rico versus uh, Bragatona, and obviously we have Kurt Holliba versus um, Austin Hubbard. I think Austin Hubbard... Um, Versus Kurt Holliba. I think Kurt Holliba is going to win after seeing that. I think his yeah. stock is the highest right now. And I think out of the Bantamites, I think Bragatone is going to win it. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And let's see, let's see how it goes down. I suppose for us going forward, I know we've started doing these Wednesday, Wednesday shows. People like them. Who knows? Maybe we do one next week. Maybe, well, I know today's is actually a Thursday show. But, like, who knows? Maybe we get George Harbick on after the Contender Series to find out who he got on. We'll see. We'll see uh, if you want to do that. Like, obviously, then there's Oban Elliott the following week, and then I was actually looking at week four. Baz, two featherweight fighters have no opponent, so maybe I'm wrong, and maybe if Paul Hughes doesn't get on the Paris card, we see him at his natural weight class on week four on the Contender Series in three weeks' time, and we see him go out there and fight one of those guys. I'd be up for it. Like, like I'm not against him going in the Contender Series. I just thought if that Paris card's available for him, get him on it. We're going to keep pushing this Paul Hughes uh, yeah. situation like nonstop. Exactly, there. exactly. And like Kiefer needs to get a shout as well. Like I can see week six only has three fights on it. And week seven only has three fight, fights on it. So like there's definitely more fights to come around. So uh, let's see how it goes. And I know we have the likes of uh, Justin Berlinson as well to come on and uh, have a fight as well. So like let's get more European talent in yeah. there. Only dying to see it. You're dying to see it. The fans at home are dying to see it. So let's yeah. make it happen. 
Exactly, man. Like it's just so much more. Like that, the episode one, of, there was no real European people. Mm. I think there was a bit, there was actually a big uh, Polish heavyweight, but um, like never heard of him. But um, and there was someone who fought in Cage Fight Series as well. I saw as well. Shout out Cage Fight Series. But Ross, that's going to wrap up the show. We're going to be back next week. I'm going to be another yeah. year older, another year less wiser. Um, hmm. James Gallagher is fighting this Friday as well. To make sure to check that out. And Ross, I think you should take us away, bud. Yeah, guys. Uh, tomorrow is Baz's birthday, so don't forget to wish him happy birthday, the main man. Um, if you have watched this and you're enjoying it, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. Energized, show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.